0: Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. shares a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last days prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture. Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. As you well know, the land of Israel has long been a hotly contested part of the world. In fact, it is the single most hotly contested piece of land in all of the world. Today, Pastor JD begins sharing with us the amazing development in the last several weeks. Our president recently announced that the world should recognize that Israel has authority over the Golan Heights, a long-disputed area in the Middle East. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared. On March 24th, 2019.
1: As I was seeking the Lord this last week about today's update, it was kind of interesting. It actually started on Monday, but I just had this sense that I was to go back into the archives of previous prophecy updates from way back to when we started doing them in the year 2006. And at first I'm like, well, I mean, I haven't done that in a very long time. In fact, it's been a few years since I've gone back into the archives, that far back anyway. But the Lord had really impressed upon my heart to do that. And I have to say that it was rather eye-opening. It really was eye-opening in the sense of getting a fresh perspective concerning just how close we really are 14 years later, since 2006. So much has happened in 14 years. And you'll forgive me if it seems like I'm going down this prophetic memory lane of sorts, but just indulge me for a moment. In 2006, George W. Bush was president. Few had heard of one Barack Hussein Obama, and fewer could have ever imagined that Donald Trump would become president of the United States in 2016. As I was thinking about how much had happened, and actually I was uh, typing my notes for the update, when my daughter brings the mail, this is Friday, he brings the mail to me, and in it was a teaching from a dear friend of ours from the mainland, Margaret Davis, uh, a teaching that I did way back in 2002, pictured here on the screen. I'm going to have to explain something for the young people. These are plastic cartridges. Uh, we called call them cassette tapes, This was before CDs and this was a long time ago. (laughs) So the title of the series was The War on and in Israel. It was a teaching series that I did on the mainland at the church that I had planted and pastored there. And uh, if you're, if you're wondering whether or not I listened to it, no. Uh, for two reasons. Number one, I don't have a cassette tape player anymore. (laughs) I don't know if I can even buy one. But secondly, I don't like listening to my own voice, let alone watching myself. So that would be torture. So I did not uh, listen to these, though interesting. I did look at the titles on them, but it was a series on current events related to Bible prophecy 18 years ago when Ariel Sharon was the Prime Minister of Israel, and Yasser Arafat was still alive as the uh, <laughs> Palestinian Liberation Organization, which, by the way, uh, Arafat was not Palestinian. There's no such thing as a Palestinian. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, Arafat was Egyptian, by the way. So this manufactured Palestinian liberation organization today, they don't call it that. They don't want to call it that. So they call it the Palestinian Authority, PA, is the acronym. Again, I don't want to get into that. I do want to uh, draw your attention to this caption at the bottom there on the front cover. It reads this way. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled in this generation, and it will lead right up to the rapture. That was 18 years ago. And here we are in 2019. Fast forward 18 years later, and who knew? Well, God knew. But who knew that we'd be talking about the things that we are talking about today? Things like artificial intelligence, Trump's peace plan, and really everything in between. Developments that even one year ago we weren't able to talk about, like Russia, Iran, and Turkey at the ready in Syria, there on the northern border of Israel in the Golan. If things weren't moving fast enough just this last week, doubtless you heard the breaking news that President Trump announced that after 52 years, it was time for the U.S. to recognize Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights. This is huge. If you were to ask me in 2002... If I thought that I would be doing a prophecy update talking about a U.S. president who subsequent to relocating the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem would officially recognize the Golan as belonging to Israel who has sovereignty over it, I would have... I would have been courteous. I would have given you a courtesy laugh. (laughs) You know what I mean by a courtesy laugh? (laughs) A different kind of laughs, you know, the machine gun laugh. (laughs) The courtesy laugh. (laughs) On Thursday, the Times of Israel published a report about how Israeli leaders are gushing over Trump's Golan recognition. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu led the praise of Trump, calling the move a new Purim miracle. You know about Purim from the book of Esther, which we also studied through, and we actually talked about a couple of weeks ago in the book of Psalms. In Israel, the move won widespread praise, but coming, listen, just weeks before Israel's elections, much of the reaction was framed by the campaign. Some are suggesting that Trump doing this was, in effect, handing the victory over to Netanyahu in the elections upcoming on April 9th, which, by the way, is only 16 days away as of today. It's not so much the elections of a new prime minister in Israel on April 9th, it's what is going to happen, reportedly, subsequent to the elections. Namely, that of the unveiling of the long-anticipated, as it's been dubbed, deal of the century, also known as the peace deal, President Trump's peace deal. Well, as you might imagine, (laughs) this breaking news aroused the ire of Russia, who, according to YNET News, is saying that they will, quote, never recognize Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. Are we surprised? Are we surprised? This should come as no surprise to those of us who know what God's Word says will happen leading up to the rapture. The prophecies that were given to us some over 2,500 years ago, stating, prophesying within the pages of Holy Writ, with 100% accuracy that this is exactly what will happen. Russia, Iran, and Turkey, and the other nations with them will be in Syria. And the hotly contested Golan Heights will be a part of what they will fight about. And Jerusalem, the intoxicating obsession Of the world, Zechariah 12, Ezekiel 38, Isaiah 17 concerning Damascus, Syria, becoming a ruinous heap. Back in 2006, when we started these prophecy updates, we weren't talking about what we're talking about today. I could not have stood before you, as is my privilege to do every week, and talk about Isaiah 17.1 in real time. I could talk about Isaiah 17.1, I could talk about Ezekiel 38, but it was in the future tense that there's coming a time when Russia, Iran, and Turkey from the north vis-a-vis Syria and the Golan will attack Israel, who at that time, yet future, will be prosperous. In 2006, Israel was prospering. But today... 14 years later, 2019, Israel's prosperity is the envy of the entire world, namely Russia, who wants what Israel has, exactly as we were told it would be. I want to... Make a statement, and I probably should preface it because of maybe your response to it. Maybe more in the form of a question. Here's the question What if this is it? What do you mean? Okay. What I mean, we've been talking about this for 14 years here at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. I've been talking about Bible prophecy, teaching Bible prophecy for many, many more years. But let's just say for the last 14 years, I have talked with you about how close we are to our redemption drawing near. That the rapture can happen at any time. In fact, some of you, if... If you're honest, maybe tire of me telling you every week we draw ever so near to our redemption. You said that last week. I know. I'm going to say it next week, too. If we're here still. (laughs) Okay. What if? What if this is it? You might say, what if it's not? Okay. Okay. That's fine. I would rather be ready for if this is it, than I would not be ready if this is not it. In other words, I'm ready for whenever it is. So if this isn't it, fine. I don't know how much longer it can go. No man knows the day or the hour, but we can know that it's at the door that our redemption draws near. So I ask you, what if this is it? Certainly could be. Is not everything lining up exactly as we were told it would? Here we are in March of 2019, and look at everything that is coming together at the precise, exact time simultaneously. It should give us pause to stop and consider. Maybe for some, it's that much-needed wake-up call, as it were. Maybe for some, there's a, spiritual slumber. And maybe now, when you look around and see what's happening and how close we are, maybe you realize it's time to get up, time to wake up, time to look up. In Romans chapter 13, the Apostle Paul said, do this, understanding the present time, The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. This was 2,000 years ago, not 14 years ago. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ, and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Simply put, there's no more time for that! There's no more time. The time is at hand. Wake up. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Jesus said, I come at an hour you expect not. What if that hour is today? What would you do differently if you knew, without any doubt, that Jesus Christ was going to rapture His church at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Actually, He can't. We have a memorial service, so let's go with 6. Well, that's fine too, I guess. (laughs) Way more better, actually, now that I think of it. I'm sorry to make light of that, but... (laughs) What would you do between now and then? No, without any doubt, you knew He was coming back today, this afternoon. Who would you call? What would you do? Can I humbly make a suggestion? You best be doing it. You best be doing it now. That's how close I believe we are. And I ask you again this question. What will you lose by being ready and not having the Lord come as soon as you hoped? What... what, Let me say it this way. There's never going to be anybody in heaven saying, man, I sure wish I wouldn't have gotten ready for the Lord's return when I did. Nobody's going to say that. Titus echoes the same thing in chapter 2, verses 11 through 15. He says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us, that He might redeem us from every lawless deed, and, pay attention to this, purify for Himself His own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort, and rebuke. With all authority, let no one despise you. What? You know what that... That means? That means that the one who looks for, with great anticipation, the blessed hope of the soon appearing of Jesus Christ, that's the one that the Apostle John says purifies himself. In other words, gets his affairs in order. Gets his affairs in order. There's not much time left. There's no time to play church. You'll forgive me. I I don't mean to yell. (laughs) <laughs> Why are you laughing when I say that? <laughs> I just, I want to scream it from the the rooftops. And I don't speak of this church, obviously, when I say this. I speak in general terms, but the church is playing around, playing church. Church is longing for the appearing of Jesus Christ. That's not their blessed hope. I think of what Jesus said when he returns. Is he going to find any faith on the earth? I think of the letter to the church of Philadelphia in Revelation. It's almost like he's... <laughs> He's telling them, just hang on a little bit longer. I know you're weary. I know you have little strength. Just hang on. I'm going to keep you from the hour of tribulation that is coming upon the entire earth. Just hang on. Hold on to what you have. You have not denied my name. You have kept my word. He's commending them. can hardly find a church. We get this all the time. People emailing us and commenting on social media. They can't find a church anywhere that preaches the word, let alone talks about Bible prophecy. Which, by the way, when you're teaching and preaching the whole counsel of God, one-third of the Bible is prophecy. So it's kind of like I'm going to try this again. Separating Simon from noodles, or noodles from Simon. Okay, I will never try that one again. There's got to be a better illustration. You cannot separate the two. One third of the Bible is prophecy. And did you know that the first prophecy was in the book of Genesis, chapter 3? The first prophecy in the Bible is in the book of Genesis. It's about the coming Savior of the world who would be born of a virgin. That's the first prophecy in the Bible. Well, I'm going to continue to speak these things. I'm going to continue to exhort and rebuke with all the authority that God's given me as a preacher of His Word. As a preacher of the gospel, I will never cease from proclaiming. Paul said, a curse come upon me if I ever cease from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. A curse come upon me if I stop giving you and teaching you the whole counsel of God from Genesis all the way through to Revelation.
0: Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor JD. Now... As I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.